Show 169. Did you guys just hear my throat right there? Did you hear my throat? Why does that happen? Please excuse me if you heard the actual toad that was in my throat. Show 169. Yes. That's right. like uh this song this is just every sunday this song plays every sunday in my head just does sunday's not like any other day of the week not like it's sunday today or anything but you know what i'm talking about sunday feels different than every single other day ever friday and saturday you're like yes sunday you're like i don't know yeah i'm just kind of just kind of trying to figure it out, you know. Like that's my that's my tone on Sundays. I'm just like, yeah. We'll see. I like need a coffee and a cigarette on a Sunday. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are Sundays so dramatic, dude? Dude, if it rains on a Sunday, can you even imagine the drama? <laughs> Dude, if it rains on a Sunday, what the fuck even happens to your life? Has it ever rained on a Sunday? (laughs) Holy shit. Sunday doesn't feel like any other day either. It's never like, oh man, it feels like a Sunday today. You never say that. Like sometimes it feels like a Friday on a Thursday or a Saturday or some shit like that. It never feels like Sunday on like a Wednesday. Like that just does Sunday's just like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just uh, play it by ear. Yeah. It's always that like low key cracky voice. <laughs> Sunday, yeah. I'll, uh, mm hmm. Like you, you have like confidence, but you're not sure at the same time. You're like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll figure it out one of these days. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> Espresso Podcast, shout 169, 69. I'm your host, Ben Polizzi. Remember to follow on Twitter, Instagram, Cameo, TikTok, all at Benedict Polizzi. Got shows coming up this Friday. Don't know the date, don't know the date. Never have known the date. People that know the date, I don't understand your brain. That's just something I'll never know, man. The date or the months... Maybe one day I'll fucking have a schedule and I'll be like, next Tuesday the 17th? Oh, yeah, I'm open that day. Like, How do people just know that kind of shit? I don't know. Damn. Yeah, but this Friday the 30th at the Sterling Event Center in Greenwood, Indiana. It's going down. I'm featuring for Ray Hensley, my dude. It'll be a hot show. And then next week, uh, next Tuesday at Helium Comedy Club, it's Indiana's Funniest. I'll be at Helium at 8 o'clock. Come out. And then I'll be at Helium that weekend, 5, 6, and 7th. Got more info coming on that one. Come out to the shows, baby. It means a lot to your boy. But yeah, man, I uh, I saw one of my... I was at work, and I saw like one of my... This dude I used to work with at Wish TV as an intern at Wish TV, like, like when I was doing it, I was like, this is kind of lame, but like, we'll just see, you know. I don't know how people know what they want to do with their life 
when they're going into college. Like, I didn't figure out what I wanted to do till like, three years ago. Like, people that had, like, their pathway to their life in college, I was like, how the fuck do you know that's what you want to do? How are you so sure? I think that's so weird. I remember on the first day of, like, orientation in college, I sat down with, like, the my guy, my guidance counselor. He's like, so what are you thinking about uh, majoring in? And I was like, I have no fucking idea. And he, like, gave me, like, four different, like, he gave me, like, four different things I could do that he thought I'd be interested in. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I just pick communications like every other person that doesn't know what they want to do with their life. The only thing I really learned in college was just how to fucking deal with, like, people. People. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> the only thing I learned in college was just how to deal with people. <laughs> oh, shit. Every time I, like, almost get serious about anything, something like that happens. And it's just, like, a reminder that I'm not, like, serious. <laughs> like, when I try to get mad, Something always happens that reminds me, like, "Hey, bro, chill out." <laughs> That's my guardian angel. You ever that? You, you, your mom ever say some shit like that to you? Like when something good happens for no reason, your mom's like, "Well, it certainly wasn't f because you did something right. It was your guardian angel, you dumbass." So, <laughs> yeah, you better fucking thank them. I'm surprised my mom didn't make me write a thank you note to my fucking guardian angel, dude. <laughs> Oh shit, I would like fucking almost eat it when I was riding a bike and my mom would be like, thank your guardian angel. I'd be like, what the fuck? Write a, write a card. I'd be like, what's the address? You'd be like, look it up! Fuck, mom, I don't know. The, what's the zip code to heaven? Guardian angel, dude. Another big like re like uh, religious household thing, like when you couldn't find something. You guys remember this? Hey. Hey, you can't find your uh, Tamagotchi? You can't find your Tamagotchi? Pray to St. Anthony. <laughs> Loki, every time I did that, showed up. Ah! I'd be like, St. Anthony, where the fuck's my Tamagotchi? And then I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Like, you ever, you ever like, meditate or, like, pray like that? Like, I think, I think people that, like, you pray to and shit are just like you. You know what I mean? Like, I can fuck around with God. He, like, has a sense of humor to me. I'm like, St. Anthony, bro, you gonna, like, you point me in the right direction? Hey, St. Anthony, can we play hot and cold real quick? Have I ever found anything when I was actually looking for it? Nope. It's always when I give up, and then the next, like, two days, I'm like, oh, there it is, but I don't even want it anymore here. Give it to Goodwill. Uh. Alright, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so after I graduated college, I had no idea what I wanted to do, so I just started doing a bunch of shit. I was like, I know I like design stuff, so I started, I, I like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to, like, design uniforms for Nike, because that shit would be, like, be cool. And I still, like, am interested in that, but it wasn't, like, my thing. Like, I was, I couldn't just, like, sit there the whole day, at a, like, on a computer screen. I was driving myself insane. And I, like, every time I was, like, designing logos and shit, I was listening to podcasts and, like, funny-ass shit and, like, people on TV. And I was like, that's what I want to do. So I started doing, like, some TV stuff. And the dude I met there, he was my camera guy. His name is fucking Randy. <laughs> people that are named Randy, like, fix it or something. Like, make it cuter. People that are named Randy just seem like they, like, have a bad past. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm Randy. I'll be the camera guy. I'm like, 
Did you take my wallet? I like check my back pockets. I like lock my car. You ever do that? You like park your car and you like get out and you like walk to where you're trying to go to and like you see something weird going on. And you're like, burp, burp. <laughs> you lock it twice because you're like, something fucked up's about to happen. Randy's a fucked up name. Are there any names like any other names like that that you're just like, I don't know if I trust you, like out the gate. Like if like I think if like a guy ran for president and his name was Randy, people would be like, nah, we're good. Dustin. <laughs> Dustin just sounds weird. Dustin. Dustin names that sound like you don't trust them already. Randy, Dustin, Jeremy. Ah, why are they always all they all sound like someone farted? <laughs> Grossest names. Is someone's name is like something bad from a movie? Like if someone's name is like uh or like from a show growing up, if someone's name is like Axel, I'm like, mm. fix my car or leave me alone. <laughs> Randy, Jeremy, Dustin, Axel. Axel actually sounds like a fucking guy that'd be a lead singer of a band. But uh yeah, this dude's name is Randy and he's my cameraman. He like came into uh the restaurant I work in the other day. Like I didn't, I haven't seen this guy for three fucking years, and he was talking to me like I spent every fucking minute of the day with him for the past ten years. I was like, bro, like, what do we? I'm, I like literally remembered his name halfway through the conversation. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. But he was talking to me, and uh, he helped me a lot. Like, cause he's my camera guy. He'd like give me pointers, like, cause I'd have to go to like basketball games and shit, and be like, tonight we've got a uh, Westfield against um, Center Grove. It'll be a good one. Stay tuned on Wish TV. I'm Ben Polizzi. Like some shit like that. And I like I didn't have a teleprompter. People are like, so were you reading? You didn't have like notes or anything? I was like, no, I just had to like kind of put my own spin on it. And like, I'm horrible with shit like that. I'll like have it all written out. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying tonight. Perfect. Got it. Let's do it. Then I'll get in front of the camera and I'm like, why does it sound like not me at all? Like, it sounds like some fucking guy named Andrew or something wrote this. I'm like, who wrote this? And they're like, you did 10 minutes ago. Now let's go. So uh, I was with him all the time, and he'd be like, I hated that one. And I'd be like, was that good? And he's like, wasn't paying attention. Like, he was like, he gave me, like, direct feedback, which was cool. Honest people, bro. Honest, direct people. Love you. But, uh, yeah, I went back, and they were like, okay, at the end of your internship, you're going to, like, compile all your best, like, stand-ups, that's what they call them, like, in news business, like, when you do, like, a, like, a, hey, I'm Ben Polizzi, and we're in front of, uh, Banker's Life Fieldhouse tonight. It's always that voice, dude. Tonight. Well, I had to, like, compile all those and make a reel and, like, send it out to, like, sports stations, local sports stations. And shit, so I'd get a job. And they were like, post it on your social media so your family and friends can like see what you're doing. And I was like, I cannot post that corny ass shit on my social media. Are you serious? Like this this like this like me being serious thing, like, nah, dude, it's not me. So I just posted all the fuck ups. <laughs> and that's what I did last week. And like that shit was so uh that was the most genuine stuff, bro. Cause I was like being hurried and I was like trying to be like kind of funny and like kind of, that was my first time like on camera with a mic probably. And it was just, uh, it was funny to see people's reaction to that. Just another day at the pool. <laughs> Didn't make sense. <laughs> but people, I think I want to make a shirt and sell that as merch. Just another day at the pool. I think it'd be, I think it'd be cool.
I, uh, I can't believe I'm still talking about this, actually. is it Has it been like an hour? Let's get to the espresso quick, 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 quick question of the week. But first, first, this podcast is brought to you by Wave One Media. If you want to start your own show, visit thewaveone.com. Okay, the espresso question of the week is, what's the most disrespectful thing you've ever done? Here we go. Anonymous. Definitely shit my pants, hung over, and stuffed my wrecked boxers in the baby changer of a McDonald's. Damn. Why don't you just throw them, throw them away? In a baby changer. Oh, he must have been feeling some type of way about fucking something that day. Or like if McDonald's fucked up his order, he's probably like, fuck you guys. If McDonald's, I get it though. If McDonald's like, I could never do that, man. I just have a thing. Every time I'm about to do something, something bad, I'm like, I just, the, dude, I'm a karma always gets me. I'm like, ah, no, just don't. I like almost like I almost didn't like spit gum out the window the other day because of karma. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'll pr- that probably just kill the squirrel. Like I've, I'm that kind of bitch when uh, that st- kind of stuff happens. I'm like, I don't know. It's the most disrespectful thing you've ever done. This is this is an audio message. I have no idea what it's from. We're just gonna play it. You ready? Most disrespectful thing that I've ever done was spit inside of my mother's boyfriend's laundry inside of the dryer. I was pissed off at him and I was trying to be extremely petty and I like to do that type of shit when I was a teenager. <laughs> I used to like to do that type of shit as far as get payback. And so I hawked a loogie, spit it inside of the dryer and turned it on. So everything he wore was... um Dried up loogie. Kind of snotty. That audio message was kind of lit, honestly. If if people want to start sending an audio message, I'd be down. I mean, it makes sense. Unless you like the way... I think I've gotten better at reading because of this. <laughs> because of this fucking podcast. But she spit in the dryer. I think it would just dry it up, right? And you wouldn't even know. I swear to God, man. I want to know. That's what I want to know when I, like, die. I want to know, like, how many times somebody spit my food, why, and, like, what it was for. Like, I wouldn't get mad at them. I'd just be like, oh, wow, you did? When I got that fucking BLT in 2008, you spit in that? I mean, why? And they'd be like, oh, you're just pissing me off. And you're like, oh, oh, like in heaven, you know what I mean? Just like, oh, shit, what did I say? You, you, you called me a fucking fat bitch. You're like, oh, I deserved it. You're spitting my mouth again. Oh, God. Oh my god, dude! I I bet, dude. Who knows, man? That's like the the risk you take when you go when you go to a restaurant. That's like part of part of the experience is like, hey, guess what? Here's your food, and somebody might have fucking pissed all over it. <laughs> Either way, you won't find out, <laughs> and it'll still taste fucking amazing. Like no one in the history of the world's been like, I think someone spit on this. Can you imagine saying that to your server? Hey, I think somebody spit on this. They'd think you're fucking insane. All right, let's keep going. A couple more, couple more, couple more. Type shit, type shit. Most disrespectful thing you've ever done? Anonymous. 
gone into a friend's place and had sex on his bed. I think everybody in the history of the world has done some form of that. It depends how good of a friend he is to you. Like, if my best friend is like, yo, bro, um, like, I'd be like, just do it and just fucking wash my sheets and, like, pay me a little bit. Like, buy me some, buy me a restaurant fucking veggie burger that somebody spit on and we're good. Whoa. Most disrespectful thing you've ever done. Anonymous. Totaling the captain of Policy's car. Driving away. And getting away with it. I don't think I've ever gotten away with anything. I don't think I've ever gotten away with one thing in my whole fucking life. Like, that's why I don't... That's why I'm, like, scared to do most things. I'm like, bro, there's no way, bro. Nope. Every time I'm like... I might as well turn my damn self in. That's my luck. Hey, that's my luck. I'm that guy all the time. Hey, no, because you know what? They would find out, and that's my luck. <laughs> I'm such a that's my luck bitch. Holy shit. One more. Most disrespectful thing you've ever done. Dude, most disrespectful thing I've ever done is while playing euchre. This is all going to be Chinese. I would ask the person to the left to cut the deck. Sometimes I have had the disrespect to put the cut portion back on the top. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what that means, but... If that's the most disrespectful thing you've ever done, like... You've, you're going to have a great family. Because <laughs> that shit sounds like super, like, not that bad. When people talk about movies and cards, I am just like, my, they just start talking in Chinese. That's what it sounds like to me when you're talking about movies or cards or um, a dream. Oh my God, guess what? What? I had a dream last night that wine, twine, quine, 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 and twine, twine, and wine, and twine, wine, wine. I'm going to join, 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 that is weird. Boing, going, going, going. I hope somebody just fucking started listening to this podcast at that point. They'd be like, oh my God, I'm showing this to my Chinese grandma. Doing, doing, coin, coin. All right, let's go to a five, 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 viral. Hashtag. Lessons learned online. Everything. Jesus Christ. Lessons learned online. Um, what did I really fuck up online one time? Did you know what I always fuck up online? When I'm buying something online, the shipping and the billing. Why is that so hard to fill out? I'm like, I've had the same address for five years. like, But for some reason, I'm always like... Is that my zip? Um, and then they're like, is the billing the same as the shipping? And I'm like, um, yeah. Even though it has been for the past five years, yeah. Hold on. Then I'm like, wait, is that my current credit? I don't know. People who know their credit card numbers, I'm like, how the fuck? I don't know. Those three digits on the back, I'll never know them. Every time it comes time to buy something. Dude, if somebody had a gun to my head and they're like, what's your CVV? I'd be like, just pull the trigger, bro. <laughs> Hashtag Men and women can't agree on Um, I've never Men and women can't agree on 
I've never known a guy that's like able to find something. You know what I mean? Like, how come women can always find shit so easy? It's just such a weird thing. Like, if I'm looking in a cabinet, like, for some reason, my I'm like, my brain's like, ask for help. Like, because fuck this. Like, all this shit. Dude, a girl can find something in a cabinet. I just want to see, like, a side-by-side race of a full cabinet of shit and then a guy and a girl, like, both trying to find, like, Tylenol in it. Or, like, you know, like, a everything bagel seasoning. In a full cabinet of shit. I bet it would take the guy. The guy's the guy never will stop looking. It'll take him seventeen minutes. The girl will do it with fucking uh, like a face mask on, like a moisturizing face mask on, and cucumbers over her eyes. She'll be like, "Found it, mm, whatever." The guy will be like, "Wait, what the fuck? Fuck you, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> The guy, like, I would just, I would buy some online and have it shipped, but I wouldn't know my CVV. Then I'd be like, I don't even want to eat this shit anymore. Never mind. Hashtag, will you still love me when? God, you ever find out, like, the weird thing about somebody, like, you, your best friend or somebody you, like, like? You, found, like? you find out, like, their number one weird thing, and you're like, oh, shit, that's your thing, huh? That's your weird thing that you didn't want to tell me, but I just found it out. That's your weird thing? Wow. Hashtag, will you still love me when you find out everything I know, like every like every like smart thing I know that you that you that I'd say and you'd be like, I didn't think he would know that. That's all because I played Grand Theft Auto growing up on video games. I swear to God, I knew I figured out how to navigate a map. I figured out how to like stop crime. I figured out how to like like uh, defend myself. Bro, Grand Theft Auto taught me everything I know. It taught me how to like have a like a like a tough personality. Grand Theft Auto taught me more than my goddamn dad, my parents, who raised you. The streets of fucking Vice City, bitch. <laughs> I learned how to shoot a gun. I learned how to problem solve every single thing. I learned from Grand Theft Auto. I learned how to fly a jetpack and kill people with flamethrowers. Damn that game, bro. Can you do you remember that? My mom walked in on me like killing mass amounts of people with like AK forty like two AK forty sevens at one time. And she was just like, Um, did you vacuum? Like that's what she said after seeing that. flamethrower she'd just be like but did you dust your room and I'd be like oh my god sorry I'd press pause and go do it real quick and be like she didn't say anything about me throwing a Molotov cocktail at a police car (laughs) dude Grand Theft Auto what a fucking game bro that wasn't a game that was like a part of my that was like a big part of my life yeah, six to, I didn't have a middle school. It was just elementary school, GTA, high school, college. Dude, that game taught me literally everything I know and love. Wow. For real, dude. I wouldn't know like the the reason I like know know how to get anywhere with like directions and shit, like I learned that from Grand Theft Auto. There's a little map in the corner. 
There's some levels on that game that it would take me a two weeks to beat. Two weeks. Like the timing was off, or you just like it'd be like a. It was always the 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 levels on video games with the timer. I'd be like, oh fuck! I'd like have to call my friend and be like, yo, bro, can you can you come over here and beat this level because I'm fucked. How am I supposed to do this in 15 seconds, dude? The timer gave me so much anxiety. That's what my anxiety's from. That timer on Grand Theft Auto levels, not. Not uh, presenting science fair in front of my whole class. My anxiety didn't come from that. It was from a fucking level on Grand Theft Auto when the timer popped up in the right-hand corner of your TV. I'd be like, oh! I'd be scared to even start the level. Right when the clock ticked, I'd be like, oh, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Hashtag whenever I'm asked to pitch in. Whenever I'm asked to pitch in, we had so many, ugh, that's the worst thing about working a 9 to 5 corporate job. Dude, they will fucking party till no end. Hey, we're doing our white elephant. Hey, we're having a cookout. Hey, we're all meeting up after work. You coming? They'll like peer pressure you into it and you're like... Yeah, I'll be there. You ever has that ever crossed your mind? When there's like a like a work meetup somewhere and everybody's going, like is it like does does anybody actually is anyone actually like fuck yeah I'll be there? Like first initial thought, like yeah when? Anytime any of that shit, if I got an email, it's like we're meeting, or the boss was like let's go everybody, I'd be like. Really? Dude, the inside of me would just melt. My whole brain would just be like... No, I don't want to fucking hang out after work. Dude, when I see those, like, pedal bars downtown Indianapolis, and it's like, you can tell it's like a work group, or it's like a department of an office, and they're trying to have fun so bad, I'm like, man. I'm glad I worked in a corporate office before pedal bars because holy shit, can you imagine fucking Becky from accounting just being like, this is a part of me where you're never gonna have a double break from me. Oh. <laughs> holy shit. In a polo with like the, you know, the women's polo. This is a part. It's like. I feel so bad for those corporate people that don't want to be on the pedal bars, but they're just doing it for the love. Just, they're just doing it just because. Tim, what song do you want? Shut the fuck up! I mean, uh, Hot in Here by Nelly. <laughs> That'd be my Tourette's. My Tourette's would kick in during that, and I'd start saying shit I shouldn't say. Like, fuck you, Becky! He passed me a Miller Light out of the cooler. <laughs> I've got I don't want to do it Tourette's When something's happening And I don't want to do it I just start being Completely honest to people <laughs> Holy shit You want to get a beer After work Fuck off Jeff Fuck you I hate you uh, I got something to do uh, I got to meet I made plans Alright next time Yeah right bitch I mean for sure <laughs> Let me know <laughs> So fucked up 
That's got to be what people think, right? Or am I just like demented? He's Satan. All right, let's do days. Wednesday. National Milk Chocolate Day. Just nothing better than milk chocolate. And you know deep down that that's the truth. People that like dark chocolate, all these different kinds of chocolate, cranberry chocolate, strawberry, like, no. Dark chocolate's good, but, like, it's such a, the backup QB to milk chocolate. Milk chocolate is QB1. No, dark chocolate just tastes better. It's healthier. Okay. But what would you really want? Hmm? When it's real late at night. Hmm? You had, a, you had a bad day, or you had a really good day. Hmm? You're on a long drive home, and you stop at the gas station. You filled up. You go inside, and you kind of want some candy. Hmm, that's funny. You kind of wanted some candy, and you go in the candy aisle and look at all the different kinds. It's another thing, the candy aisle, bro. Everything's so bright and fucking pretty in the candy aisle, and you're like, hmm... Ooh, I don't want anything sour. It's not that time of the day. After 8 p.m., sour candy goes out the window. Nope, not even an option. 8 to 3 a.m., chocolate. Sour candy during the day on some weird shit? Sure. Movies, matinee, sour candy. 8 p.m. rolls around. Hershey's just looking at you like, (laughs) What's up, baby boy? the fuck you doing looking at me like that, huh? (laughs) Peanut butter M&Ms that you don't even like that much are like, hey, they like get your attention, you know, at the corner of your eye, you're like, wait. But if you have an option, if you want Snickers and there's a normal Snickers and a dark chocolate Snickers, what the fuck do you think you're doing in that situation? If you go dark chocolate, you're just trying to prove a point. You're trying to be something you're not. Ah! That got real deep. Thursday. National Lasagna Day. Lasagna's got to be like the uh, weirdest Italian food. The most like, it's just like a special occasion. If you get lasagna every single time, like bro, you're, you're literally Garfield. When your mom made lasagna, you'd be like, oh, my God, thanks, Mom. Oh, my God. Because it looks like so much work, you know? It just looks like she cooked it for four years, and you're like, oh, my God. You know what? You, I'm good. You eat it all. Every time you, your mom made you dinner, she didn't even fucking look at it. My mom would make us, a, like, a feast for dinner sometimes. Fire. Bro, when my mom would bust out the Sloppy Joe night, I was like, ha <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'd, walk, I'd leave my friend's house early and be like, <laughs> got something to take care of at the old house. Bro, Sloppy Joe night, because you know what the fuck? Sloppy Joes are fire because they're different and they're just good. And they they have that seasoning. That's whatever the hell's going on, Sloppy Joe's. Shout out to that seasoning. It's like a little hey. It's a kind of hey. It's kind of tangy. Hey, no, 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 hey. Every time something tastes a little better, this is what somebody at the table says. Yeah, there is a little kick to it. <laughs> 
But you know, it's popping up. And if she if she brings out the, you know those uh, those buns with the like uh, everything seasoning or whatever. Ah, damn, I'm really talking about everything seasoning. The buns that they have on like beef and cheddars at Arby's. Those buns with like the onions on top. If those, if it's sloppy Joe night and you see those buns in your kitchen before it really goes down, it's like, oh, clear my schedule. You're 12. Clear my schedule. But you know what's going with, with, uh, with sloppy Joe's? You know there's going to be mac and cheese. And you're like, and you know, in the, you know, the vegetable is going to be straight gas too. Like your mom's not skipping on that vegetable. Like she got sloppy Joe. She got mac and cheese. Like the vegetable is going to be asparagus. And you're like, oh, it's not going to, fu- it's not going to be peas. You know, you might even make some lemonade for that ass. Yeah. Hit for the cycle. Grand slam ass dinner. Damn. I'm, I'm just hungry at this point. This is lame. All right. Friday. National Get Gnarly Day. The first time I saw how to spell gnarly, I was like, never mind. The first time you saw a word that you've just been saying all your life and it's spelled not the way you saw it, you were like, huh. It's like the word owes you money. It's like you caught the word like making out with your girlfriend. You're like, wait, what? Hey, hey, what the? Wait a minute. We didn't fuck. Wait, you didn't. You never told me? You never told me. Hors d'oeuvres, you never told me? <laughs> Hors d'oeuvres, you never fuck. You weren't just. You're just going to let it fucking fly by the radar that you were spelled like that? Hors d'oeuvres, dude. So, yeah, I just thought that word was like some normal shit. I didn't know it was like French. Words you don't think are spelled the way they are spelled. That's the type of shit. I need to, like, practice how to type in Google searches. 11 weirdly spelled words. Wednesday, yeah, February, whatever. Uh, Receipt, asthma, oh, colonel, colonel. When When they put that on the board and said colonel, I was like, okay, that's colonial, but anyway... We'll pretend that it, I, that was one of those I let slide. If my teacher was like, that's how you spell colonel, I'd be like, <laughs> all right. And like, no, that's literally how you spell it. I was like, uh-uh. Saturday. National Mutt Day. That's so disrespectful. I can't believe mutt isn't a slur. Is it? I might actually like not be able to. I might be canceled for saying that. If you say mutt, bro. In front of anyone, I feel like that's literally, that's not okay anymore. Yeah, you mutt, piece of shit. Nothing good comes after the word mutt. Like, you've never been in a good mood and just been like, Oh, wow, look at this little furry guy. Does he need anything? Oh, nice little mutt. Nice little mutt. Come here. Nice little mutt face. Little mutt face. Come here, baby, little muddy boy, little muddy face, little mutt, mutt, mutt. I see a little mutt butt. So it's like, that fucking mutt gun our yard to get $8 fucking garbage, you piece of shit. Mutt shit, fucking my neighbor's mutt. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, shit. Not that that ever happened or anything. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> oh, National Respect Your Parents Day. Yeah, true. Dude, what about, how about, I mean, everybody respected their parents. You know what I mean? Duh. But, like, how about coaches at the end of your practice, like, driving that home way too hard? It was always after, like, their son or daughter probably said something shitty to them. At the end of practice, hey, 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 we'll say our prayer and get out of here, right? Hey, hey. Remember, though, you'd be like, oh, my God, can we just fucking go home? They'd be like, hey, they'd always say the weirdest shit, your coaches at the end of practice. This is your coach at the end of practice. Go home, give your mom and dad, kiss them, kiss them, give them a big kiss, your mom and dad. I'd be sitting there on one knee with my fucking shoulder pads on the helmet, and I'd be like, I've never fucking kissed my dad. You want me to ki- if I tried to kiss my dad, he'd slap me in the fucking face and tell me to like write sentences for four hours. If I kissed my mom, she'd be like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, bitch?" I'd be like, "Oh, go home, kiss your mom and dad, give him a kiss on the don't even they coaches are so don't even kiss him on the cheek, kiss him on the right in the fucking mouth." Kiss him on the mouth. Look him in the fucking eye while you're squeezing the shit out of him. Squeezing him. Squeeze your mom and dad. Squeeze him like a snake. Like a reptile. Squeeze him like an anaconda so they can't breathe. Tell him you love him. Tell him you love him so much. Look him in their fucking eyes. Kiss him. Tell him you love him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you like your parents, right? Yeah, because they sacrificed everything for your little fucking bitch ass. Mm. You look them in the eye and you kiss them again. Say, Mom and Dad, I fucking love you guys. Even if they're di- even if they don't live together, even if they're divorced in separate houses, you bring them together and you fucking squeeze them both at the same time. You look them in the eyes. You say you fucking love them, and you're thankful. <sighs> Because they'll appreciate that. Like, no, they won't, bro. Jesus Christ, coach. Can we fucking break it down already? I'm fucking, like, freaked out. I don't think I want to play anymore. <laughs> At the same time, he's saying all that shit. Tell your parents you love them. Your, your fucking dad's trying to pick you up from practice while your coach is talking to you. And he's, like, honking his horn. He's like, come on, what the fuck? We're going to be late. Let's go. Get your fucking ass in the car. It's weird-ass coach. Tell them you love them, God. Kiss them. You know what? Yeah, lick their neck. <laughs> Dude, you tell them yeah, yeah, you're thankful for everything. Because they, they went through fucking hell for you pieces of shit. You hear that? Now, what do you say we beat these guys on Sunday, huh? Bring it in. <laughs> you're like, okay, uh, Warriors on three. One, two, three. Nothing will pump you up like that at the end of a practice. Tell them you fucking adore them. You love them. Okay. Thanks, coach. (laughs) All right, that's shot 169. (laughs) Of course it is. Oh, shit. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. For real, remember to follow on Twitter, Instagram, Cameo, TikTok, all at Benedict Polizzi. Come out to the shows. They're in the description of the podcast. I'll be posting about them on Instagram. Keep giving feedback. Keep uh, 
I really appreciate the comments and likes and stuff on the social media videos and all that stuff, man. It means a lot. Thanks for riding, man, because one day it's going to pop. It's going to be fun. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. Hi, fam.